ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to the Feel Better Show, brought to you by Corn Pops. Um, 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 da, 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 dum. It's the Feel Better Show! This is Feel Better with the Feel Better Show. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome back to another amazing episode of the Phil Better Show. I am, of course, your host with the most, the glamorous Phil Better, and with me, as always, is the talented, tubular, totally awesome DJ Overflow underscore MTL. How are you doing, sir? Tubular? Is that even a word? It is now. Okay. Uh, no, I'm doing good. You know, how was, uh, how was the long weekend? Didn't really have one. Oh. Hold on. Uh, there we go. Really didn't have one. I uh, chilled with my nephew slash godson on Saturday. That was fun. Sweet. Then we uh, then Sunday I was here doing a whole bunch of editing. Ooh. And yesterday on Labor Day, I worked. It was fun. Need that money. Got that bling, billing Benjamins. Hold on, do that again. Get yourself some Monopoly Monopoly money and just... Well, that is our money. Monopoly money and... Well, it's Canadian tire money, to be fair. Canadian Um, tire money. You have a lot? I don't have... Like, I I used to collect those when I was younger, and then it's like, why am I... Why do I even need Canadian tire money? Actually, I had to go get to Canadian tire to pick up something. I think... uh, Rat poison. Pick up rat poison because I had a mouse problem. Mouse is taken care of. You don't have to worry about that anymore, people. <laughs> um, and so, like, I use the self-checkout. They have that now at the Canadian Tire at the Atwater. One? Really? Yeah, it was really freaky because it just handed me money. And I was like, wait, did I actually ask for money back? And then I realized, no, it's Canadian Tire money. Canadian Tire money. Yeah. So what would you get, like 20 cents? I think I, the green one, which is, I think, three cents. <sighs> Man, I don't, it's been a while. It's been, it's a, been a while. It's been a hot minute. Gotcha. Now, uh, there's not much news for this no, week. No. Uh, but we do have some ex- breaking news. Ladies and gentlemen, Al watched something on his list. He actually watched two things. The world is ending as It Chapter 2 releases on Friday. <laughs> I don't know. I, I just, it, just, it just wove together, and I just went with it. Uh, Al, breaking why okay first of all i do go on netflix a lot uh yes did, but you never just, watch things on your list no i just end up watch just to fall asleep i would end up watching like the office well the office or friends, friends or uh recently that's why friend. last week al decided to recast the friends movie yes of course uh, i hope everyone loved the cover art of al being every male and i being every female yeah that was that freaky as f- it was freaky doing it <laughs> I considered not doing it. I think it, it's but one of your most interesting cover pages, cover arts. Thank you for being gentle. <laughs> no problem. But uh, yeah, it was it was uh, not not the smartest move after finishing it, and I was like, you know what, I'm done. Could have been worse. Just Is saying. that a challenge? No, no, don't. <laughs> let's let's not let's not dig deeper. All right. Into um, the, any more the, weird Picasso like cover page, cover art that you might do especially for this episode 
depending on where this episode's going to go. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to try and keep it uh, non-scary. Mm-hmm. Um, except except when Halloween comes around. Woo-hoo. Yes, that's true. We're, did we decide on what we're doing for Halloween? Horror movies. Well, obviously, but did we decide on what style? Did we say... Did we say a genre or uh, not a genre, but a certain th- series? No, I don't no? think so. We'll talk off air because I don't want to spoil anything for the fans. Exactly. But, Al, you said you watched two things on your list. Well, look, first and foremost, I am a big fan of Stranger Things. So Great I show. I finally got to watch season three, and honestly, I really liked it. But the thing is, I liked season two as well, and I know it wasn't well-received, the second yeah. season. But I like the, 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 the nostalgia. I don't want to give too much on it, but I love the nostalgia. I love the... It's more colorful. Yes. Uh, I watched the first like two cine- episodes. Yeah, like cinematography-wise, like it's more colorful. The kids are really grown-ish, per se. Yeah. Um, you know, um, I it, it kind of reminds me, because it does revolve around the Star Court, which is the their middle mall. Uh, it reminds me of my time <laughs> hanging around and working at a uh, mall slash movie theater. You know what's so, funny? Yeah. I never worked in a mall. Really? I worked at a movie theater, uh, Colossus Laval. Yes. Okay. Yeah. 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 So, but I never worked in a mall. I never worked retail. Uh, thank God for that because I can't control my face. Okay. Like you know me. I yeah, but I don't. My face is a resting bitch face, so it's like if someone says something stupid, it's like really. But that's what I usually do, and I've worked eight years at a movie theater. Shout out to everybody that used to work at the Agrinia Movie Theater, famous players. But up. you worked at the movie theater. Yeah, but I used to hang around the mall too. That's I used to fine. be, I used to be at the uh, like. <coughs> long story short, um, I used to work at the. I used to go hang around the arcade area next to the movie theater because there used to be a bar in the back. But anyways, <laughs> um, no. slip me a little. Yeah, yeah, that's it. But again, it used. I man, I used to. I'm just trying to. I don't want to, you know, bore you with my memories. But yeah, I used to hang around a lot at the Agrino Mall, Cofrino Agrino. Tears. It's still there. It's not gone. No, I know, but I'm too old. Like if I go there, I'm just gonna be an old creepy man just hanging around the, the mall. You're gonna be the Steve Buscemi <laughs> from uh, commun. I think is it Community that he that thing is from. Mm, Where community? you walk. Is a community? Think, was he even guest starred in community? I don't know. But he comes in and he has like the skateboard, the meme. You know the skateboard? What up, hip kids? Or like, what's cool? You, you've seen the meme? Yes, I've seen it. I just don't remember if it was community or what season that is. Because if it is, I don't remember seeing it. <sighs> Sorry, people. It's fine. But uh, Sorry, I'm getting some hate on. Oh, you got you got some haterades uh, drinking some... Uh, You're going to probably hate on me as well. Oh, <laughs> spill it. So... Um, one of the friends of the podcast, uh, Harry Chapel, who is the host of uh, uh, Beyond the Box Set, Two Geeks, Two Movies. Okay. He, uh, the two, uh, the, 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 wow, I am horrible with words today. Like any other day. Yeah, we're, like <laughs> any other episode. Pointing out the obvious, Phil. Um, so he his uh, Beyond the Box set, they're doing an episode on Napoleon Dynamite. Okay. So the uh, Beyond the Box set, what they do is they pitch sequels, uh, prequels, and sequels to a movie that doesn't have one. Okay. So I've been on, uh, I think I've been on twice. One of them was a Halloween episode with uh, The Wolf with by Jack Nicholson. Oh, God. 
Okay. Great movie. Uh, it's all right. It's, it's all, all it's all Jack. It's, yeah, it's 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 pure Jack Nicholson. It's so movie. Jack, so hamming it up. Anyways, go ahead. Yeah. So I despise Napoleon Dynamite as a movie. I think we talked about this. I think yeah. And I, I want to know. Can you refresh my memory? Why? I just don't enjoy it. I find it dull. I find it. But it's <laughs> what it is. It's it's very dry humor. And I get dry humor. Yeah. Like I love British dry humor. I love all types of humor. There's some comedians like we were talking just before uh, about Jack, uh, not Jack Nicholson. Yes, we were. But uh, Dave Chappelle. Like yeah. I don't get. I I understand his funny. I can Which we'll s- talk about that after. Yes, okay. uh, I do. Want, I do find some of his comedy funny. But like overall, he doesn't do it for me. I, he's not a comedian. Uh, comedian that. He comes to town. I'll be like, "Yeah, I'm throwing down a hundred bucks for." You, t- you talking about Dave Chappelle or Dave Chappelle? Yeah. Okay, I saw him live. Uh, he a few he, years ago. He it l- wasn't his best when I saw it. True. Mm-hmm. He was probably working on material in that. Yeah. Uh, but for me, Dave Chappelle doesn't do it for me. Whereas this movie, I I just it does. There's no point to it. There's it's, no it's just, there's no hooking. Hooking me into it, and no, I just can't watch the movie. Yeah, no, it's it's very satire, so very. Um, it, I love the movie only because it's just there is sequences of comedy that is completely off key, but it's hilarious, and nothing beats the dancing. Like you <sighs> know what I mean? I love me some Jamiroquai. Every time I hear Canned Heat, all I really want to do is dance. All right. Let me just drink my water, please. Drink your water. I just... So anyways, I put my... Uh, I posted my thing. Like I said, I couldn't... Will you stop? Go ahead. Can I speak? No, no. Go ahead. I'm just... I'm happy. <laughs> <laughs> anyways, so I put that... I put my idea for the sequel out there, and I said I hated the movie. Mm-hmm. Someone responded back, you don't know movies. Ooh. I'm okay. like, fight accepted, motherfucker. So, like, did you reply back to that? No, person? he just, that's what I just got, and I'm not going to reply live on air that he's a dumbass. Uh, I think people, I think people should just understand that people don't have preferences for particular movies yeah. and whatever, which is fine. Uh, like I wish, some people I wish, don't like Boondock I, Saints, and I think they're, they're, they're. Yeah, well, they're, people who don't like that movie is insane because it's a great movie. It's an amazing movie. We don't talk about the sequel. Uh, I like the sequel. I like the second one, though. It's okay. No, no, but nothing beats the first no. one. No, but the thing is, because the second one is missing William Dafoe. Yeah. Well, yeah. He. It well, is he missing. makes the movie. I he find. Does. He like his the way it's shot. Yeah. I love the way it's shot. It's similar to I would say Pulp Fiction because it's like a retelling of the story. It's not in sequence. In the second one. No, the first one. The first one. Okay. It's like a. Well, because yeah, they don't follow a timeline. No, the timeline's like it jumps until the end. Yeah. Yeah. Until a certain point where both timelines yeah converge, um, so like I really like that I like how it's shot that way. Whereas the second one isn't shot that way. It's no. just it's generic. But it's the a thing generic is, action film. But again, it just it's it's entertaining. Yeah. For the most part, and I like the, the way they set up for the ending. Name? Like I was hoping that they it was set could be set up for a third one returning. Uh, so Defoe, but. there is a lot of rumors right now going around with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but give me one second. Um, oh, with the Boondock Saints three. Yes. Okay. Well, I've, there's talk of a TV show with the two. With no uh, talking about the younger McManus brothers. <sighs> yeah, okay. I know. 
the the guy who created the the movie is uh, the one behind it. Yeah, um, I can't remember. Cause he, he there's a little bit of controversy with him, right? Yeah, hold on. Who? Uh, Troy Duffy. Troy, there you go. So he's talking about doing a movie. Uh, sorry, a TV, TV show. show. Okay. Of Boondock Saints, like there's already cover art here. What is that? Oh, is that like the justice? Uh, yeah, statue? The, yeah, the justice statue. It's heavy. One side is heavy in blood. She's holding a sword and it says "Boondock Saints Origins." It looks badass, mm-hmm. I must say. Um, there's another one of the two guns. Uh, looks like two shotguns and two handguns creating a cross. Because when the first one came out, I think uh, you probably know. Like, do you know how long they were in uh, the states? Prior, did they explain like how long they stayed in the in the states or when they which which since they arrived? No, no. Okay, no. I guess we can make a like a begin like like you know coming off the boat. Yeah, and you know. Yeah, so a website was set up for fans of the Boondocks to contribute money and receive a producer credit for the TV series, which was slated to premiere March 17th, 2018. The premiere never happened. The series will be a prequel to the Boondock Saint movies. Yeah, because I don't think at this point you can make a sequel because the two... Um, yeah, they've aged out. They can't make prequels. You can only make sequels. No, you can make sequels. I mean, make prequels, not make sequels. No, no, you. they're not that old. They, well, they can de-age them. I yeah, they, they wouldn't have to. Because how old is uh, Reedus? Uh, he's oh, uh, there's a Sean Patrick Scott. Oh no, uh, Sean, Sean Patrick Flannity, who's the better looking of the two. Depends uh, on who you ask. Uh, he was born in '69. Well, they're in their so they're in their late forties, fifties, I think, if I'm not mistaken. Well, Reedus must be up there. He would be fifty today. Wow, he doesn't look fifty. Well, he's rugged. Mm-hmm. If you watch recent episodes of uh, Walking Dead, which man, I just stopped um yeah they just uploaded the latest uh, uh, the last season i think on uh, netflix sure uh but yeah so where were i yeah napoleon dynamite i hate it can't stand it the planet uh, sequel oh god which i'm kind of curious to see where they're gonna go from here like we'll see like obviously uh napoleon no. will have to be in college but no, by you, this time old. he's probably. But he's older. Like the movie came out like literally like ten years ago or more. So he would be done school. Well, he'd done. be a working man. Yeah, just be a geeky working man trying working to, IT, trying to impress his I guess girlfriend. Now I don't know if he would stick with his uh, high school sweetheart there. I don't know. Anyways, uh, what's I the got, other thing you watched? Uh, I want to get off this topic so fast. Okay, so I said Stranger Things, right? Uh, and again, I recommend Stranger Things uh, to watch. Season Rate three. the t- uh, season one. What do you give it on ten? Uh, ten. Season two. Modest seven. And season three. Eight point five to nine. Eight point five to uh, nine. I'll say nine. I we really, to, I really liked it. We have to come up with our own rating schedule. Yeah. S- uh, system. Because I don't want to. Yeah, I'm gonna say honestly nine. Like I can watch it again, and okay. I have. A bit, just because I wanted to go back to understanding it. But th- again, there is some faults and there is some things that annoy me. Which, like, uh, I'll I'll admit this. Like Hopper, he's one of my favorite characters from the last two seasons. He's pretty annoying this in this season? season. But there is a reason why he is more panicky now than he was for the last two seasons. I won't because he's pregnant. Well, no, he just came off of uh, of Hellboy, which is the worst movie of two thousand nineteen. So he must be he must be just 
whatever. No, I think this was shot before Hellboy. Was this shot before Hellboy? I think so. Yeah. But the kids are cool. The kids are all grown up. They're, all, and, they're always cool. Yeah, and it's like not because you have uh, Max and uh, I have like there's a there's a new character because Steve. Um, you I know, love Steve. Yeah, God, yeah, I love He's the character. best mom ever. Yeah, I know. Jeez. And he does hook up with... Um, uh, Don't spoil it for people. No, no, no. I just want to say this. With Steve, he because he works at an ice cream parlor. You yeah, saw the, the trailer. Chick. Yeah. The chick is amazing. It's um, Renata Riders and Ethan Hawke's daughter, uh, Maya Hawke. She's actually great. She's my new crush. She is. I have to admit, in the ep- two episodes of season three that I've seen, yeah. she's been my favorite Yeah, part. so I'm hoping that she comes... I know she will come back uh, for sure in the future episodes, but... Uh, in season four, the final season? It is It is rumored. Well, yeah. I heard either no, that or two more seasons. I think left. they said five in total. Five in total. Okay. I think, but okay. I could be wrong. But Dustin, like Dustin, is hilarious. That's the one with the uh, the crazy smile teeth. Yeah. Um. But all in all, the kids are great. They're older, of course. And I also had a. I. I. Nancy is such a cutie pie, but she is a little bit vicious in season three, and you'll see why. Okay. She has a job. Dun dun dun. Dun dun dun. So yeah. tell me. What's the second thing you watched? Well, I saw the Dave Chappelle Six and Stones. Uh, and? Um, is it Six and Stones? Yeah, Six and Stones. I saw it like three, four times. I liked it. Um, it's one of his better... I know he, he has better stand-ups, like Nothing Touches Killing Me Softly, mm-hmm. um, which is a classic. What was the other one? Uh, oh, um, oh, there was uh, Killing Me Softly. What's that other one? Wait. Uh, I'm not helping you. No. Uh, but anyways, uh, Sticks and Stones, it's current. But the thing is, is with... He's old school, right? So Dave Chappelle is not afraid to push boundaries and. What is comedy? Them. That is comedy. Yeah. So I have no. So sorry to cut you off. No, go ahead, go ahead. I'm just trying to find the special. Then you go uh, ahead. Go ahead. Uh, the other Netflix special or no? Because the Killing Me is a classic that came out like late '90s, early 2000s. But okay. there's another one that I really love too. Okay. Um, while you're explaining, oh, you, you never liked the Dave the, the Chappelle show? I. I seen episodes. I was here and there. Like Dave Chappelle isn't a com a com comic mm. that I will sit down and like I was saying, put money down to watch. Oh, for what it's worth, is the other okay. uh, special that I like. Anyway, go ahead. I I I'm not a. He doesn't tickle my funny bone. I under some of his things do half baked. I said some of his <laughs> things. Okay. Get I, off me. Can I continue? Go ahead. You sure? Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. So I can I can see his genius, I can see his delivery of jokes and all that, mm-hmm. but sometimes his comedy doesn't resonate with me, mm-hmm. which is fair. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of comics that do and some that don't. Mm-hmm. Like Seinfeld, not a fan of. Have you ever watched the actual, like Seinfeld, the show? Yeah. Okay. It's, w- my, it's my religion. I watch <sighs> that constantly. Not because of Jerry, but it's just like, no. Kramer's great, but then George is the one because he's just a complete idiot. Yeah. yeah. Like when... When Fraser, uh, Fraser, when Seinfeld was on, mm-hmm. I couldn't watch it. Okay. Just because, I guess, of all the hyper stuff. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Pardon me. But afterwards, I would watch the reruns and stuff, and I did find it funny, certain certain things. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I'm like, uh, but Jerry Seinfeld, as a comedian, not as an actor, I, I just don't get his comedy. I don't like it. Mm-hmm. It's not my cup of tea. On the top of your head, I'm going to put you on the spot. Can you give me your top three uh, stand-up comedians? As Gabriel Iglesias, in no particular order. No particular order. Gabriel Iglesias, Burt Kreischer, 
and um, David Lynch. Yeah, okay. I think it's David Lynch. The yeah. the guy who stutters. Yeah. I find like I so I kind of find more of his stuff. I only find like certain stuff on YouTube and whatever is posted on Facebook. Well, follow him on Facebook. He and okay. on YouTube, he has a whole bunch of stuff that okay. are really good, like mm-hmm. little clippets. Um. He, so Saturday, I spent w- with my uh, with my mom. Okay. Uh, anyways. I got her to watch, um, we watched two comedy specials. We watched uh, Steven, uh, the Italian guy. Oh, you mean Sebastian? Sebastian, yeah. Uh, Ka- oh, man. Hold on. I, his, he has a long last name. So oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to completely butcher it. I know who you're talking about, too. Hold on over here. Mansicalco. <laughs> M A N I S C A L C O. Let's call him Sebastian M. Sebastian M. So we watched his latest. Uh, what? We, why would you do that? Yeah. Why would you do that? Yeah. Uh, on I, s- I actually saw that one too, but I didn't see it, like I saw it a while ago. So dying laughing with my mom. Yeah. Then I put on Bird. I, I introduced her to Bird Kreischer. Mm-hmm. Secret time. Also on Netflix. You have to watch it. Mm-hmm. I've seen. I watched it as well. Oh, so funny. It's good. I I really like him. My mom nearly pissed herself watching. How how dare you out your mom like that? Eh, fine. <laughs> but like watching both of those things, like I just I I've seen it like three or four times. Bert Kreischer's Secret Time, mm-hmm. and I still was dying of laughter. Mm-hmm. Gabriel Iglesias just mm-hmm. it's fluffy guy. Like you you, you gotta love fluffy. I guy. like him. I don't. His, I, because it resonates to me being well you know uh, like I, that the, the whole um, culture the Mex- Mexican culture and everything and plus being him being fat uh, he's not fla- fat he's, he's fluffy. fluffy he's fat um, fluffy anyways but I, I do I've seen a couple of his specials I really liked it I, have you seen his uh, his, uh, his TV uh, show Mr. Inglacius I want to see it I saved it so here's the thing okay you have one you added to your list yeah have you watched it though I have okay and First couple seas- episode seasons episodes, mm-hmm. oh, you have to power through it. Okay, but once it finds its legs, mm. it goes. Is it reminiscent of classic like nineties sitcoms per eh. se? From those, those, at least from the style that I'm seeing. Yes and no. Okay. Um, it's like, I think there's like three sets. Okay. You have three to four. Okay, well, one's the class, of course. You have the classroom, okay. the hallway of the cla- the school, okay. principal's office, and maybe like the outside of the principal's office, you know? Mm-hmm. Can't really remember that. Mm-hmm. You have the bar that they always go to, mm-hmm. and the teacher's lounge. Interesting. I think that's... And then you have the outside, like there's an outside part, but like it's in the hallway kind of thing outside. Okay. Um, so like they, they, you have the school, and then you have... The bar. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's any other sets. Mm-hmm. And like the first couple episodes, you're like, oh, geez, this, I want this to be good, but this is really bad writing and acting, and like the characters don't know their, their selves. Mm-hmm. And then boom, it just hits a point, and you're like, Yes. Okay. Now, now, now it feels like a like good show. what episode does it feel like? It's I'd it's say go, maybe it's f- running its legs basically. Four episodes. Okay. And how many four. how many episodes a season? I'll tell you in a second. Because right. I, I want to see it. I saw the trailer. It looks funny. It reminds me of like '90s sitcoms, like Boy Meets World, but it's um um 
fuck, what's his first? Oh, Gabriel Iglesias. I was gonna call him Enrique. Is this is his last name really Iglesias? Yeah. Wow. Spelt differently though. They're not spelt the same. Okay, so he's no relationships to Julio or no. Enrique. How, why can't I find it, Mister? Mister Iglesias. Okay. There we go. All right. Uh, ten episodes. Okay, it's not bad. Actually, you know what? Mm-hmm. It's probably episode three, four. Three, four. Yeah, because it's called Full Hearts, Clear Backpacks, uh, episode three. Mm-hmm. And I remember that episode, and it was a really good episode. So I feel like three, four, it starts getting its legs, and then it takes off really mm-hmm. well. But that's normally with most shows. It's like the first couple episodes, they're mm-hmm. kind of like, ah, I'm not sure of the character yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I was hearing, here's a rumor, Netflix, depending on the show, like if they produce it, they may not drop it all in once. Oh, they want to do weekly? They could do weekly. They could do three episodes right like, at launch. Like, like how they, like Riverdale, when they launch the episode, they don't put it all in one shot. They do no, well, they don't produce Riverdale. They own the, oh, the yeah. streaming rights in Canada for Riverdale, for the 100, and for s- some others. Yeah. Because um, I kind of miss that factor of I do, go, too. Yeah. I wouldn't mind a daily drop. Okay. okay. Like one every day. Mm-hmm. Or like one, two a week type no, thing? No, I think, uh, I think one, one week would, is, would be good. I think, I think it's like the old school way. You know if I mean? it's a 10 episode season, yeah. one a week, no yeah. problem. Yeah. Um, if it's uh, anything more than 10 episodes, if it's a brand new show, mm-hmm. I think they should at least drop three episodes, get you hooked. Because like a new show, I'm not, I'm not going to put my time into a new show. I already, there's so much on TV already, you know? Yeah, which is crazy. Which is crazy. Before it was like there was nothing on TV mm-hmm. and everything was at the movies and now we switched to TV being pretty much better than movies. Yeah. To an extent. To an extent, yeah. Once Disney drops, it's over. The game's over. Yeah. Um, Have you pre-ordered your uh, subscription yet? No. Okay. I can't afford to right now because, you know. Yeah, it's like uh, it's 143 bucks American. Is I it? Think. Okay, so convert that to Canadian. That's about 200 bucks. Is it? Uh, about... No, but I think isn't the Canadian uh, at least for the monthly? Is Hold it on. nine, nine uh, eight nine dollars? We'll like eight ninety nine. It's yeah, it's eight ninety nine. Okay. Uh, hold on. The math should be. Hold on. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Disney Plus. Disney Plus. There we go. Disney Plus preview. Keep me updated. Scroll down to discover more. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think in Canada you can pre-order. Oh, okay. Uh, keep me updated. Get, sends me emails. Yeah, so in Canada, you can't pre-order. It doesn't yeah. look like it from the quick look I did, but in the States, you can. Mm-hmm. They're offering like three years for the price of like four ninety nine or some sh- crazy thing, but you have to pay in advance, obviously. Okay. But both in Canada and the U.S., you have the option either pay monthly or yearly. And yearly comes out to like a free month nearly. Yeah. So that that that's pretty good. I w- honestly I would prefer to pay yearly. Me to too. Get over with, if, but if if they if they offer that uh, option, for sure Crave does. Do. Crave offers yearly slash monthly yeah. options. Uh, Netflix would kill. So I know January first everything comes due. You know, like mm-hmm. it would be just easier for me. But mm-hmm. whatever. Um, yeah, we're talking about comedians. Yeah, you know, I, w- I want to ask you: you uh, are you are you a big fan of uh, Bill Burr? <sighs> okay, 
I like I'll watch him. Okay. Can I I like him in a sense because Give I Give me like, a second. I get him mixed up with someone. He's the bald guy who just bitches about everything. With your annoying voice? Yeah, he has an annoying voice. Yeah, okay. I know him. There's some things I like about him, some like he's part of the what I call the Joe Rogan crew. Yeah, he is. So you have for people who don't he was, know, uh, he was in uh, the Chappelle show for season one yeah. and two. For me, uh, the Rogan crew is obviously Joe Rogan, Burt Kreischer, Joey Diaz, Bill Burr, Ari Shafir, and oh, what's the other guy? Fat Beard. Him and Burt have a show together. Oh man, I don't know his name. Hold on. <coughs> I know who you're talking about. I just can't. I can't get the name. Two bears, one cave. There we go. That's the name of the um, show. Part. Yeah, Is Tom that- Segura. Okay, it's Tom Segura. Yeah, that's the name they have. It so. He, oh man, I've seen his special too on Netflix. He's, he's not bad. He's good. He's good. Like so, that's the, for me. That's the Joe Rogan crew. Mm-hmm. Like if Joe Rogan didn't have his podcast, all these other motherfuckers wouldn't have a podcast. Yeah. Like Joe Rogan started it. Was like, dude, you have to do this. Da da. And then they finally all got podcasts. Yeah. And that, and they all help each other. They're by going on each other's shows and stuff like that. So that's always great. I love that. Um, but yeah, yeah, okay. Well, no, no just because, um, yeah, there's a, just a lot of good comedians. But the thing is, is like I, I'm a big fan of Trevor Noah. But the like thing him. is, I like him. The thing is, is and it's all political, of course. Yeah. And he, but the thing that's is, his niche. Though. Yes, his niche because he's. A, ah, he's a, I know where we were going. I like um, what's his name? Uh, Ronnie Chang. He's part of the uh, Daily Show. He's the, he's the Asian dude. Okay. Same thing, politics, but he has like a really heavy Chinese accent. Okay. So that's why it's just extra funny. Have <laughs> you seen Donald Glover's special? Uh, the one the a while ago, yeah, um, or years ago. Uh, what was it called? Um, I don't know, but it was hilarious. I saw it twice. I just remember lo- loving it. But yeah. I think it's just like I don't think I'll go back to doing stand up. No, which sucks because he was pretty good. Yeah. Um, um, but here's the thing: the the before we got sidetracked, yeah, yeah. what I was saying about Chappelle, even though I don't like his comedy, mm-hmm. I respect the fact that he will push the boundaries. Yeah. And for me, comics should have. Nearly a karsh blanche. Comics. Mm-hmm. Not people making jokes. Mm-hmm. Actual professional, like, every day they're grinding it on the uh, stand-up thing. What I think is with Chappelle and a lot of these uh, comedians, it's like they push the boundaries, but they're smart about it. Too, yeah. You know He's not I mean? coming out and saying, I hit all white people. He's he, does, going he out. does say that. But, <laughs> no, no. but, but it's like in the context of yeah. a full joke. Yeah. Like, he'll come out and go, I hate white people. And everybody's like, wait. And then he's like, I hate white people that do this, do that, do this, do that. Like, he'll come out with a joke like that. Like, he'll hit you hard with something, and you'll be like, whoa? And then he's like, well, well, white people that do this, 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 and this. You know, like, white people named Karen who complain. White people who put pineapples on pizza. You know? Stuff like that. Mm-hmm. He he doesn't, but mm-hmm. that's what I mean. He'll, he'll hit that line, mm-hmm. and then he'll take a step back and make you push the line a little further. Mm-hmm. And... It, and you have to respect comics that do that. Yeah. I won't be like, cancel his show because he talked about gays and lesbians in a derogatory fashion. Well, the old school comedians like your, uh, your George Andrew, Carlin, your your Andrew Eddie, Dice Clay, Andrew Dice Clay, Eddie Murphy was a pioneer. Oh, Richard Pryor. Like, come oh, on. Richard Pryor, yeah. They all pushed. Yeah. Like, but, but just because generally speaking, they just don't give a fuck too. Yeah, at I mean? the same time. Well, Carlin did clean comedy for a long time. Yeah, and then he came out with the Seven Dirty Words, which is a classic. Yeah. 
it's still today considered yeah. a classic, even yeah. though that most of those you can say on radio. Yeah. But here's the thing. Like, if the comedian, comedians should, you shouldn't have cult, cancel culture on comedians because, well, they said that lesbians do this or <coughs> gays do that or bisexuals. Yeah, I just think like, pe- I think people, millennials, let's say, they're Well, too, no, because we're considered millennials. Yeah, I know, but okay, the the retarded people. Like, no, there are see, 20- that's, <laughs> that's also a problem because you have people saying, oh, millennials are doing this. It's not only millennials. It's the boomers, the Gen Xers. They're also part of this problem. Because they're just being too sensitive with certain subjects. Society has become too sensitive. Yes, you have the outliers who are not sensitive. And you have the outliers that are super sensitive that saying hi makes you a sexist, misogynistic bastard. Okay. But then you have the center, which a lot of people live in. Mm -hmm. But it's still a sensitive place because everybody's now walking on eggshells mm-hmm. everybody's terrified of saying something doing something mm-hmm. that will make someone else feel uncomfortable mm-hmm. and then if that person feels uncomfortable i'm fucked because they'll complain to my job mm-hmm. like sometimes you know when you're the racist son of a bitch who's like this is america or this is canada or this is quebec we speak the national language mm-hmm. that person is an asshole and should be out and fired mm-hmm. Hmm. Just saying. You, what, you, what's ironic is, is like Bill Cosby's uh, stand-up. It's all clean cut. And yeah, look and at he him, is the dirtiest at, of men. Look at him now. Ironic, don't you think? Don't no no. I well, you, saw it coming. You I was don't, like, you don't so. like a little last one set. Isn't it ironic? Don't you think? Are you done? Never. <laughs> this is why we work. Jagged Little Pills, classic 90s uh, album. Anyways, go ahead. You have to make an, a mixtape, like a 90s uh, mixtape. Yeah, I've been listening to a lot of 90s music. Like then do I, it. Third Eye Blind. Do like, it. Uh, was it Smash Mouth? Uh, All-Star? Uh, Walking on the Sun. I do okay. like All-Star, but it's because it was overplayed at the time. Yeah. I like Walking on the Sun. Walking more. on the Sun is great. Uh, what was it? What was it? Like, yeah, like yesterday when I was driving, I was just putting on like a clash of like, or, or, like classic like Art Lady Peace and like Offspring. Uh, I like I like Sun Forty One. I like Offspring, but I like I don't necessarily like Americana. Like you know, with okay. uh, pre pre five, I like the Smash album, the, the first album. Okay, because it's so punk. Mm-hmm. Um, what other nineties bands? Are there? Funny enough, I was at work today. Yeah, and I had the beat from Fat Lip by Sum Forty One in my head. The oh, the beginning guitar riff. Yeah, the riff. And I'm like, fuck, what's this song? I have it stuck in my head. I knew it was in the nineties. Yeah, I knew it was a punk band. Canada's own. Yeah, I said I knew it was Canadian, so I didn't know if it was Sum Forty One. Billy Talent, that's Canadian? Yeah, Billy Talent. Billy Talent, and there's one other punk band that's Canadian. Alexis on Fire? Yeah. Okay. I didn't know which one it was. Okay. So I'm like freaking trying to wrap my brain around it, and I'm like messaging a friend. I'm like, I have a song. I only have the guitar riff. <laughs> I have no lyrics. I have no uh, nothing. I just know that it's a Canadian punk band. Okay. 
can't. From the early, and she's like, I can't help you. You're fucked. Well, that's the thing. You, like, I can, you, you could have texted me. The thing is, is like, you would have to tell me it's something. Like, uh, I would literally have to do a, v- writing a voice the, uh, type the thing. No, no, no. Lyrics. no, I would do a voice thing. And you'd be like, what's wrong with you, Philip? Philip? Yeah, you would, you would bust out the full name. Philip. Wow. Um, my whole name actually mm, Philip better uh, but so like I'm like you know what I'm gonna try Sum 41 okay. so I'm on Spotify go to Sum 41 click the first one it's it's not the, wait what is their first one like in terms of like their like, yeah the most like the most listened something like that I don't know what, however they have it set up um, it would be fat lip because it's more cop no it's more. in too deep yeah well in too deep yeah because it's on the same album no no killer, no Yeah, filler, so it, it p- plays that, and I'm like, no, that's not not no. it. I don't even do fat lip. I jump down to pieces. Oh, that's a that's a tearjerker. And I'm like, nope, this is not it. So I'm like, okay, let's go with fat lip. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, yes! Yeah. I'm just like, fuck yeah! <laughs> do you remember the video, though? Oh, yeah. that's That popped into my head yeah. the minute. Do you remember? Th- oh. <laughs> Wait, can you use this on the show? Okay. Good question. I'm just like, I just wanted to make sure. It, it wasn't some 41. Please no, don't sue us. Please but, don't. Uh, well, I'll edit it out. That's all do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's so, a good thing I stopped you there. Yeah. It's like yeah. this and then I'll use, can you actually play that? Yeah. Uh, but um, remember the the video right in the end where they all dressed up like 80s like um, glam like rockers. Glam rockers. And the song, they did a second song called uh, Pain for Pleasure. That's one of my favorite songs from them because it's just so stupid, but it's so good. It's so hardcore, 80s heavy metal. Fat Lip is like that song for some reason just yeah. encompasses mm-hmm. high school for me. Yeah. I that, don't know why. Yeah. You, we, we come from an age where our high school was like imaged by American Pie. Yeah. Because I've always wanted to live in like suburban USA living the life like Jim besides fucking a pie. But... uh <laughs> Everything but fucking a pie would be great. Oh, but man, if I if I had a chance to go with Nadia, we actually had two foreign exchange students in my school. Were they good looking? No. Uh, one was a one was a girl from Germany. Okay. Well, again, uh, women from Europe they do like. Well, to this do is things. also when we were going through puberty, and like it was pimple pie face time. Like no, and I think okay. the other guy was an Asian dude. What's wrong with the Asians? Nothing. He, he just... What kind of... What was he? Uh, Chinese? I think he was Chinese, yeah. Okay. No, uh, Japanese, sorry. Oh, Japanese. Because he was a cousin of someone else in the school. Wait, uh, well, as long as they make good uh, good sushi. Uh, I said it. Sushi wasn't, at a, it wasn't big at that time. Was it? I remember eating sushi. But yeah, because they only get popular like what? 10 I think, years ago? 15 years ago? I think it was like right at the end of high school, like grade 11. I remember eating sushi a lot in high school. In I don't. High school. But again, I'm Asian, so we want to. Wait, one. I went to a suburban po- uh, high school, so. Okay. There's that. Okay. Um, and you did not. So you were downtown pretty much, right? No, no. I, I was it was suburban, yeah. I, was, I used to live in Griffith Park. Shout out to Griffith Park. Jesus. Uh, that's wider South than Shore. where I lived. Yeah, yeah. Back in the day, man. Me and Chris. Uh, DJ Vertigo. What yeah. up? Centennial. <laughs> and on that note, ladies and gentlemen, yeah. thank you very much for listening to the podcast. Are we done? No. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I was like, that was a shitty ending. To yeah, all right. Episode. All right, so let's do we move on to the topic? Yeah, we'll move on to the topic. Uh, yeah, I don't know what the topic is. 
Well, the topic again is TV shows to movies. It's right. Phil Better's time. Right. Yes, last week was my... Yes. Yeah. So, hold on. Let's erase that. Oops, wrong thing. No, this is what I, I don't even remember the uh, the people that I cast, so hopefully you come you come up with a better cast. Uh, well, first and foremost, let, let's set it up. Uh, what show will you be uh, pitching? I will be pitching the early 2000 show, Sequest, DSV. I wonder if anybody knows that epi- uh, knows that show. It had three seasons. It had three seasons. Cancelled during the third season. Okay. Before we uh, before you uh, announce the name, just yeah, give us a brief little uh, tidbit so, of the show. So the show is bit about. It takes place in like twenty twenty something or something like that. Yeah. It, it takes place in the uh, later part. Uh, well, early part, later part, soon to happen. Twentieth uh, century or twenty first? Are we in the twenty second century? What century are we in? Oh, don't put me on the spot, please. Don't. <laughs> I think I we're in the twenty first. I don't want to act dumb here. <laughs> I'm already dumb. Hold on. Yeah, we're in the twenty first century. Okay. Um, yeah, because last century was the twentieth century. We're in the twenty first century. <sighs> okay. Yeah, I'm gonna was, believe you, Phil. Because it was twenty century you, Fox, and now okay. it's twenty first century Fox. Okay. If anybody's out there that it does say anything different, hold on. Just, I don't. I, I, I don't want. Siri, to, I believe you. What I be- century are we in? I believe you, hopefully. The twenty. Uh, well, great. It's saying the twenty-first and twenty. Uh, the twenty-first century is currently is the current century of the Adano, Anno Domini era of a common era. That doesn't answer our question. Like, is it actually like the twenty-first century yeah. now? Yeah. Oh, it is now. Okay. Yeah, it began on January first, two thousand one. Okay. And will end on December thirty-first, twenty-one hundred. It is the first century of the third millennial. I will probably see you then. It is distinct from the century known as the 2000s, which began... So confusing. Will we ever reach the 21,000 year 2100? I don't know. And I'm glad we don't have to figure out how to say it. Yeah. uh, Because we already barely can say that... Words. Uh, the current century. So, anyways, um, it takes place in the 21st century. In the future. In the future. Um, we have now started to explore and settle on the ocean floor. Yeah, we didn't go to space. We decided, hey, we're going to stay. In essence, it's a Star Trek ripoff, but on Earth. Underwater. Underwater. And so you have this research vessel, the DSV. Uh, I think it's a deep sea vehicle. We'll go with. Let's it. go with that. Yeah, and it's captained by this. Uh, in the first two seasons, it's captained by this very scientific guy, and he has his crew. Yeah, he's played by uh, the great uh, Schneider, uh, Roy Schneider. Roy Schneider, there you go. Yeah, Jaws fame. Yeah, so he plays the captain in the first two seasons and comes back in the third season for guest appearances. The first season was a very it stay it was more like conservative and like saving the environment and stuff like that which the shows around that time were mm-hmm. the second season uh went more sci-fi and was like monster of the week type thing um so there was a change in that and change in some of the cast and then you have the third season which saw Roy Scheider's character off the ship and replaced with um, Michael Ironside's character 
uh, Captain Oliver Hudson. He's Canadian, right? Ironside, yeah. Yeah. And he was more, it was more, uh, it turned more militar, militarized and more political type of show. So they went away from the monster of the week type mm-hmm. thing. It was more political and fighting factions. Mm-hmm. So I'm basing this story more on season three than the first two seasons. Okay, so you're casting the season three cast. Kind of, yeah. Oh, this is I took. I didn't cast all of them. I took the major characters I remember from the show. Yeah, and I just remember being a great show. I was a kid. Yeah, you know. So was I. Uh, that's why I p- picked it because I really enjoyed it. So we have uh, the cast that I took was Lucas Wolzniak, who is the kid in the show. Okay, and he played by uh, Jonathan. F- ah, hold on. He was in the It TV show. He was in the movie Sidekicks with uh, Chuck Norris. He was also in other, other movies. Unfortunately, he passed away. Jonathan Brandis, yeah. Did he? Uh, Jonathan Brandis was one of the kids who unfortunately, one of the child actors who passed away. He passed away in 2003. Drugs? Uh, suicide, I believe. No. Yeah, because he wasn't. I probably knew about this. I just, it's, yeah, it's been it twenty seven. Like, that's a dangerous. Sorry, nineteen ninety three to ninety six. That's okay. Yeah, so he, he suicide. I believe it was suicide. Oh, yeah, he was in the Never End Story too. Yeah, hold on. Um, he, okay, that doesn't tell us. Yeah, no, I just I remember him as a kid, and he had prompt, he had potential, you know. Oh yeah, he was. Um, but I, I guess it's just it, like if you know, I don't want to touch on it too much on suicide, but you know, mental illness. If you need to talk to people, you yeah, know what I mean, so um, especially too twenty seven. That that age is synonymous for like a lot yeah, of yeah child of, actors in the nineties. Uh, well, child actors, 90s, but also like uh, celebrities that have passed at twenty seven. Uh, yeah, it's weird. Yeah, you got the Kurt Cobain. You have Lady uh, Ga- um, no uh, Amy Winehouse. Yeah, there you go. Uh, Mama Cass from the, uh, Mamas and the Papas. Uh, I, I think there's more to it. Oh, I think River Phoenix. Yes, River Phoenix. Yeah. So, uh, man, yeah, it's weird. But the, well, that's not. It's not. We, it's weird because of the age. It's like that. That, that so, common so, age of twenty seven. Yeah, so common. But again, it, you know, it's, it's um, suicide is a uh, no joke. It is not. It's not like. No. And if you need help, links in the description will be uh, the major countries that we listen get listens from mm-hmm. their suicide prevention hotline. Yeah. So if you need help, please reach out. Hey, reach out to us. We'll be more than happy. Yeah, by all means, please. Like, write us a write us a quick line or create us an email. We'll you know just you know if you just want to talk, we're we're there for you, people. Yeah. Um, we kay. all go through struggles, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm, I, we uh, I know Phil does. Or I know I do. So yeah, I'm, talk. I'm, we uh, that's why we took the month off for our mental health to come back fresher and better for you guys. Uh, but we're going to continue on. Uh, yep. Moving on from Lucas, we have Commander Jonathan Ford, okay. who was played by Don Franklin. So in the in the series, only three act three characters actually go through all three seasons, mm-hmm. which is uh, Lucas, Jonathan Ford, and uh, Timothy O'Neill. Lieutenant G J G Timothy O'Neill. Yes, played by by the, the great, great <laughs> Ted Ramey. Ramy. Ramy. Brother to Sam. Yes. Ramy. And so his character is this like neurotic character. Mm -hmm. His was actually a little hard to cast. So we'll go into that. Then obviously you have Captain Nathan 
Brigger, played by Roy Schneider. Oh, uh, Schneider. Uh, Schneider. Yeah. Um, I took Dagwood and Tony Piccolo. Yeah, they're the two lieutenants, right? If no, I'm so Dagwood was a gilf. Uh, not that type of G. Uh, it was like a. Oh, I had it. it. He was an android, or he was a super soldier type thing. Okay, I go. Okay. Genetically engineered life form. That's the abbreviation. G E L F. Yes. Okay, is that G I? No, it's no I. <laughs> it's not a. Not that type of gilf. So I guess there's a lot of good-looking gilfs gilf out there in the world. Yeah. Just remember that. So people. I, he was played by Peter DeLuise. Okay. And then I took Tony Piccolo, who was a criminal. Mm-hmm. Uh, his ca- the character of Tony Piccolo. He was a character. Uh, he was a criminal that was able to be released mm-hmm. by being genetically uh, tested on. Mm-hmm. And so he has gills. Mm-hmm. So he was played by Michael DeLuise, which I believe is brother to peter i guess so i guess um so i took those two as well as taking captain oliver hudson who was played by so wait lucas commander lieutenant captain dagwood and tony okay yeah so i went through those are the people i cast okay um in this in this story so yeah, in the early 20th century. Okay. Also, too, it's like uh, you, at the time, because I always had fascination with and it's like stuff underwater. You yeah. Know, even documentaries. So it'd be cool. And realistically, if they ever, I think the studio should maybe look into maybe making this as a, I guess, mm-hmm. TV show or even a movie because it'd be nice to actually delve with the technology that we have to make yeah. CGI. It'd be cool to actually see a lot of cool An underwater update. stuff. Yeah. <clears throat> so for Lucas. Mm-hmm. I went with, this was a little hard to find, obviously, but I went with a gentleman, a child. British? Oh, uh, my God. Okay. You know who it is? Well, I'm looking what what you're typing. Yeah. So, it's Timothy Chalamont. Chalamont, yeah. He was most recently in. He was in um, uh, Lady Bird, which is a great movie. Yeah. Uh, He was nominated for, uh, what's it called? Call Me Me By by Your your name. Name. He was an interstellar. He was in yeah. Beautiful Boy. Yeah. Uh, but he's also playing King Henry of England. Yeah, I saw the trailer. Uh, I, I missed that. Pretty good. Uh, oh, he's in Dune. Yeah, he's... Uh, and he also is going to be in Dune. Dune. He plays the main character. Um, Paul Atreides. Yeah, that's... Uh, I forgot. He's the main character. I just I know that. It's been a while since I saw Dune, but it's a, such a long movie. Oh, yeah, it is. Okay, but go ahead. Uh, so I picked him because I thought he would be able to pull off the kind of kid coming from a broken home type thing. Like a younger brass. Yeah. Okay. Picked him to play uh, Lucas. For Commander Jonathan Ford, who's kind of like a religious character. Not super religious, but he's like that by-the-book type character. Okay. He's, he can have fun, but he's very by-the-book. Mm-hmm. I chose Forrest Whitaker. Okay. Just because... I've seen like it would be a, a good fit for him. He could be pull some like straight comedy out of it. So I I see him good. Has he been in the comedy? Uh, let's see. Well, he was in Bloodsport. It was action, but there was comedy relief. But I don't think anyways. Um, I loved him in Ghost Dog. Last King of Scotland. Not, Battle- oh yeah, Battlefield yeah. Earth. You know that is a <laughs> hilarious movie. Man, I've only seen it like twice, and I remember just like, why am I watching this the second time? Right. Um, oh, he wasn't sorry to bother you? I gotta see that movie. I didn't see it yet. 
Yeah, Ruth's up on I don't, Yeah, I don't see him in a comedy. I think he could do it. You think he can do it? I think so. Like these. Look, a lot of it's easier for dramatic actors to go into comedy than it's comedic actors. Wait, no, it's the reverse. Uh, but yeah, I put Forrest Whitaker because he he it's more of a square guy and he's it's funny because of him, you know. Would you want him with an African accent? It's up to them. To <laughs> I am. No, do not put that on me. <laughs> Jesus, I want him to do the last King of Scotland accent. How about that? <sighs> That's what I say. You just have an accent. He could pull off an accent, you know. It adds depth to the character. Sure, let's do it. I think it it was a reasonable question to ask. Yes, it's true. Um, So, Timothy O'Neill, Lieutenant J.G. Timothy O'Neill, paid by Ted Raimi. Does it just say, go ahead? I chose Ted Raimi. No one can play that character. Well, Well, he doesn't age. He hasn't aged a bit. Okay. Well, he needs a job. Yeah. I guess you would, You might as well have Sam Raimi produce it or even direct this yeah. movie. Look, he, he's great. I couldn't really find another neurotic person that fit the age range. Mm-hmm. So I was like, you know what? Let's bring him back. It shouldn't hurt. Mm-hmm. You know what? Sorry, I know I know who, exactly who could play him. Oh, now you, you're changing it now? You, you're changing this? Live. Wow. And you, you're going to hate me for who I'm putting. Uh, what's the name of the show? The Rock. Right? <laughs> oh, Jim my. Parsons. No, that's fine. I don't mind. He, who, needs a, he needs a job. Who did you think I was going to put? No, I just said The Rock. No. No, but, but you said, uh, you said um, okay, so when I saw Big Bang Theory, I was actually thinking of uh, Wallowitz. You know what? Uh, <laughs> no, because he would have to be Howard, and if you just look at his picture, he's not, th- his headshot is fucking, like, he's a good looking man. He's a good Jew. Like, he looks horrible in the Big Bang picture. Well, he's a geek. Yeah, but it's the bull cut that kills him. Oh, well, yeah, but that's the that part bull of cut? Jeez. Oh, but in this picture, like, come on. He can play a badass. He can. He does a really good uh, Nicolas Cage impersonation. I wouldn't be surprised. Amazing. Bless you. Ah, thank you, because you're dead. But yeah, no, I think a Jim Parson. Could pull it off. I say he, I say I don't mind only because I would like to see him back. Because um, uh, I, w- I wonder what he's gonna do after playing Sheldon Cooper. Let's see. Well, he was in that uh, movie w- about the uh, the documentary with um, who's that killer there? Uh, Extremely wicked, shockingly yeah, evil, and vile. Yeah, who's the killer in that one? It was it's, uh, uh, what's Ted it? Bundy. Ted Bundy. Yeah. There you go. You don't have to yell. Sorry. Ten buddy. I was excited. Uh, the next movie he's in is Boys in the Band. 2020. Yeah, a group of gay men who gather in NYC apartments for a friend's birthday party after drinks are poured and the music turned up and the evening slowly expresses the faults beneath there. Okay. I think, uh, yeah, and it's, it's Jim Parsons. Who else? Is, oh, Zachary, uh, Zachary Quinto, Quinto. Matt Booner. They're, they're gay. Uh, the three of them. How do you in know? In real life. I know, I, I know that. Yeah, I know Matt Boom is, uh, you know. No, I'm just trying to. Yeah, go ahead. Well, Zachary Quinto has announced that he. Yeah, no, no, that that doesn't. Where do I know him from, though? He's in, uh, I think it's uh, Suits? No, not Suits. 
White collar. White collar. There you go. That's where I know. He's the the guy. The criminal. The criminal. There you go. Neil uh, Caffrey. Gotcha. I never saw the show. Have you seen it? Yeah, I actually watched the whole thing. It's great. Netflix. I believe so. Put on my list. He's never gonna watch it, folks. (laughs) Anyways, actually, you know what? Yeah. No, I'm good. I'm good. So you gotta stick with Jim Parsons. Jim Parsons, yeah. I, I I like the I like the pick. To be honest with you, Jim Parsons really w- can do that neurotic thing, and I think he would go good. So, would you? Just quick question, and this is a little bit off topic, but because uh, I'm just thinking, recasting Star uh, Star Trek Next Generation, would you have Jim Parsons as Data? No. Why? I say yes, I, and that was a debate I had with like friends and my brother. If you're gonna recast the cast of, uh, I have to recast uh, Data. Yeah, I I, well, I don't think I had a big argument saying I would I wouldn't mind Jim Parsons. Why? Because he just he can play off that robotic, you know. Android. But he doesn't have that. Like he doesn't need to be quip. You know what I mean? Data wasn't a quip guy. He was always trying to learn things. Yeah, but he, he also, if I look like protecting me wise, mm-hmm. I look at Data. The actor that plays that. Oh, it's um, it's oh my god! I he's, my, he's a good, he's my favorite actor too. Oh my god! But he, you just you just need Jim Parsons to beef up a lot. Brett Spinner. Brett Spinner. There you go. He would need to beef up a lot. Brett Spinner. Yeah, I think you do it. And just I just pay, just, mo- pay money. Just pay him that. He needs to be a bit wider. Like he doesn't look. He look. Yes, he looks robotic. Right. You know what? As a sl- he'd probably be a better slim. Yeah. Okay. I can see it. I don't like it, but I can see it. Yeah. Because I can't think of anybody else, to be honest with you. Like, of course, you can always get an unknown. I'm yeah. just saying. Like, but but uh, an actual known actor, actress. Yeah. Change it. Make it a woman instead. Data with an accent. Continue on with your <laughs> show, please. So in my in my st- in my uh, my film, uh, Nathan Brigger has retired he's no longer the captain of the sequest okay it's now oliver hudson aka michael ironside's character will you still have him be in the movie well you're going to see the handoff okay handoff of at least of the ship in the beginning okay but so, so you but you won't have an actor to play that uh, role? i'm getting to that oh okay Suspense. Gonna, yeah so i have clancy brown you know him Oh, a Highlander? I think. he. Oh, he was in uh, Sawshank Redemption? Yes. Yeah, okay. No, yeah, he was Highlander. He was the uh, the villain. Uh, what's yeah. his name? But he was also the... He uh, was... Uh, yeah, he was in Starship Troopers. Oh, yeah, he was in... He was the devil in Thor Ragnarok. Um, no, but yeah, his two roles that I could think of is Highlander and, um, and um, Sawshank Redemption. Yeah. So I have him because he can... Because Michael Ironside brings that, like, badass, like... Like take no shit type attitude. I was watching Tom Guns the other day too, so I could see that. And I Clancy Brown, I'm like, I can see him be that hard ass, like the hard ass that he was as the um, the uh, parole officer in Shawshank Redemption. Yeah. Like, like complete f- dick. Not always a dick, but like he's a military man. Okay. And everybody pretty much on the ship isn't really military. Mm-hmm. So he can come in with that military, like, foam square. But mm-hmm. he also knows how to relax a bit, you know? Okay. Uh, for So, yeah, I have him. He's taking over the ship. He's making it a bit more militarized. And I'll get into why it's becoming more militarized in a second once I finish with the main cast. Mm-hmm. I have Dagwood or Dogwood. 
the Gelf. Gelf, not Gelf, Gelf. Okay, okay, go ahead. I have Ray Stevenson. He needs, he, a, he needs a job. Also, he has that gentle giant look about him. He's, an, he's, he's an Aussie. Yeah, he was also in uh, the One Hundred. Yeah, and he. Played, oh, I, I I knew he was in. It. I never saw the struggle. He plays a criminal that's like a psychopath, like yeah. a like straight up, like I will rip off your face and eat it, mm-hmm. and just just as like just the way they filmed him, they always kind of like had a downward angle to make him look like much bigger than he was. Okay, like just to show like the presence of him in the show. Mm-hmm. So like. This this Dagwood is like this kind of simpleton type thing, mm-hmm. but he's a big, strong like guy, and that you're not. He's supposed to be like a super soldier, right? Mm-hmm. But he's been relegated to uh, janitorial services. Mm-hmm. So I see Ray Stevenson. I think he can play that character, and he's like that. He's got the size for it. I thought like maybe Batista, but then I'm like, eh, Batista's probably going to say no. I'd like to pay him more money. Yeah. And he already plays a character that's kind of silent and dumb already. And I'm like, I uh, don't want him to play like too many things, you know? It's too many similar characters. Not good. Wait, he does he, he talks, right, in the movie? Uh, Ray, uh, Ray Stevenson's character or whatever. It yeah, he, he he's a simpleton. He, would, you, would you have him keep his Aussie accent? Yeah, okay. no problem. Because it's an international ship. Yes, exactly. Yeah, so that's why you had Forrest Whitaker with the African accent. You Even though he doesn't have an actual African no, accent. No, he, he's American. We know. Oh. Um, Jim Parson, I probably would get him to do British. Can he pull off a British accent? Don't know. We can see. A posh British accent. Turn his nose up. And then I have, playing Tony Piccolo, I have Dylan O'Brien. Who's that? You know him. Dylan O'Brien. Yeah. Hold on. There he is. Oops, nope, not, not not what I wanted. Dylan O'Brien. Oh, here. He uh, he's in Teen Wolf, the Maze Runner. He plays the main person in Maze Runner. Um, oh, okay. I've never seen the movies. I've never seen the he show. He was in. He played the voice of Bumblebee. Um, he was American Assassin. That's the one with uh, Michael Keaton, right? I believe so. Yeah. He was in the internship? Okay, I don't, yeah. know, I don't remember. Uh, but here he is. Yeah, okay, I see he's the main dude for whatever the hell that movie is. Yeah. So I think he could play it because he can play that quirkiness and comedy that this character brings. Okay, okay. I liked him in Teen Wolf. Like, he was really good in Teen Wolf. I really liked him in mm-hmm. that. Uh, I liked him in The Maze Runner. Like, okay. And I know he can do action because of uh, American Assassin. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, like, I feel like he can play this tough, like, New Yorker type guy, but a goofy as well at the same time. Okay, that's good. Because, like, he got he got beefcake in American Assassin. I see that movie. Is it a good movie? Yeah, it's not bad. It's not like, oh, my God, this is the greatest movie ever, but it's like, this is a solid action movie. But Michael oh. Keaton may- pulls his own in this movie? Of course, it's Michael Keaton. Okay, awesome. That's all that matters to me. It's Michael Keaton. Gotcha. So, the story for me of the, sh- uh, the movie... Wait, is that all your cast? Yeah. For now, uh, what about the uh, the dolphin? Did a dolphin in the in the show? The dolphin is played by a dolphin. Flipper, Flipper Senior, sure. the third. Flipper the eighteenth. Gotcha. Kids want to make sure. Cause that that oh, do- that because he talks too. I, I think. Yes, him and <laughs> da- in the third season, him and da- Dagwood become like really besties. <laughs> And they communicate with each other because they're they're on a simpleton. Okay, I, I make, it's a good thing I brought it up. I just want to make sure. Ah, you son of a. F- 
Anyways, so currently there's political turmoil between what is now called the underwaterers and the land lovers. Interesting. Okay. Because they believe they shouldn't, they're on two different government. There should be two governments. There should be separation, you know, like all this. Because okay. they live underwater. They don't technically live on any land. Like they don't live on the U.S. They live out to sea. So mm-hmm. like there's some stuff there. There's um, hate going both ways. And they decided to have a coalition, this DSV or this like Sequest uh, that regulates both. They're a neutral military party that does not side with either one. So you have people who are sea dwellers and you have land lovers as well on the ship in the in the service. Mm-hmm. But then you have uh, a terrorist organization that's trying to uh, break talks because there's this peace talks going to happen soon between the land lovers, the land lo- livers and the sea dwellers. Gotcha. And so there's uh, like a terrorist organization that's been bombing both land and sea. Mm-hmm. So not only is Sequest trying to find this uh, terrorist organization, they also have to protect some delegations, make sure this thing goes off with a hitch. Mm-hmm. So kind of political thriller action movie type deal. Gotcha. Okay. Going on, trying to trying to do that. But you also have um, uh, corporations as well involved because mm-hmm. we know corporations become power hungry. Mm-hmm. So you go along through the whole thing. You see the beginning where you see Captain Bridges. Uh, you don't see his face. You only see like the back of him walking off the ship, and then you meet Clancy Brown. This and it goes on. And so you're keeping his character a mystery. Yes, it's like um, like Inspector Gadget. You don't see the uh, the villain in the cartoon. Is yeah. Gonna keep okay. You also like you don't learn like there's another movie that like at the last minute you find out that it's uh, this character. Can't remember the movie. I think it was Cellular or Telephone Booth. Telephone booth is the one with um, with uh, Colin Farrell. Colin Farrell in the booth, and it, it turns out it's like um, uh, well, he's talking to a guy who ends up being uh, Keith Sullivan. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. So, like something like that. Like you don't, he's not revealed, or you don't learn who he is until later on. So you don't have a voice uh, actor or anything. About midway, you'll probably find out. It's probably gonna be the rock. Anyways, go ahead. It is Patrick Stewart, Captain. Oh, really. Uh, yes. Okay, sure. The reason why is because he is the leader of the terrorist organization. Turns out that he is so despondent with the way the world is going mm-hmm. and how the mission of his ship is now more militarized instead of scientific mm-hmm. that he decides to turn into a terrorist. Personally, I just want to see uh, Patrick Stewart be a badass bad guy. He's been a bad guy. Once. Uh, in Yeah, what's that movie? Oh, Two Ice. The Green Room? The Green... Oh, I, guess I haven't seen it. Yeah. Let me guess. On your list? No, I actually bought it. Oh, shit. I just I haven't gotten around to... Because I'm... A, I, uh, what's the... Because uh, uh, this is his last movie, right? Uh, uh, Stuart? No, uh, the actor who... The main... Uh, uh, he uh, played uh, Chel- Yad- Chekhov. Yeah, he played Chekhov. Yeah, Yadsey... Yad- oh, God. Uh, and because um, he's a really good actor, and it's a shame that he passed away. Hold on, uh, hold on, hold on. It's like, um, go ahead. 
uh, thing is, it's uh, while you're doing that, uh, yeah, he's been he was a, he was a villain in Conspiracy Theory with uh, Julia Roberts and Mel Gibson, That's right? But not a badass villain. No, no, he whatever. Uh, he was in this movie called Masterminds where he tried to outsmart this genius kid uh, at a school that he tried to uh, heist. Um, That's right. I forgot. He's yeah. done a bit. Oh, he played. He was. Uh, he was a Borg. And one of the, uh, doesn't count. I think it counts. Shut uh, up. Doesn't count. What's his name? Uh, Latik. Latik. Whatever. Oh my God. And and yeah. Where's the green room? There you go. Darcy. Yeah. Okay. Oh, the poster is so awesome. Okay. Anton uh, Yelchik. Yeah. Yelchik. Is that who I think it is? Who? What? Who are you looking at? Who's that? Uh, that's a good question. I think it's her. Galia. Nope. No. Oh, that's that's the girl from uh, Arrested Development. I think it's this. Who I think it's this. It's Taylor t- too. Yeah, it looks like her. Yeah. Who, what were you comparing her to? It looks. I was wondering who this chick was. Oh, okay. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. So. Yeah, I got I got check that movie out. So Patrick Stewart is the main villain of the show, of the movie. Okay. At least it's better than your movie. Wow! Wow! Tears, tears. Here's the thing, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> tell us whose movie is better, mine, which I actually have a plot with, and not just stealing the first couple seasons of Friends. Or if you want to pick mine just to piss off Phil, uh, by all means, pick me. <laughs> Ladies, I really hope you do just to spite him. Oh, you're an ass. God, please do. Oh, please. You're an ass. Please, I'm begging. Al, where are you, uh, where are you spinning? I'll be at the McLean's on Thursday or today. We're still dropping an episode today. Uh, every Thursday night, McLean's uh, Hip Hop Night. It's happening. Uh, it's been kind of busy the last few well, weeks. Well, school was off. Yes. Well, no, because people were coming back from That's the, true. That's true as well. And then I think it'll be more busy once hockey season starts. So Can't wait for some hockey. Well, we should Next do it. You know what? If you're down, I, we, I would like to talk Habs, Montreal Canadiens. Done. We'll, we'll, do do we'll do a talk about the Rocket. That and let's just talk about the you know what the we state think, of the Habs. The state of the Habs and what we think. Or make a prediction of the Habs. Oh. The we should. I think uh, right, we'll I do think an episode. We'll do a bonus we are episode. A ha- we are Habs fans. We are. We'll do a bonus episode. Yeah, we'll yeah, do a we'll record a bonus episode. You know, we can do. We 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 can delve into like sports and stuff like that. Sure. So, uh, so your Thursday, you're spinning McLean's and Friday. Yeah. Friday, I'm just chilling. Saturday, chilling. Sunday, <laughs> chilling. What happened to beer market? Uh, no, I don't. I'm not there on a regular basis. I'll be there next week. Oh, okay. It's just uh, the way it's good because they deal. Okay, long story short, beer market Montreal. They deal with. Uh, I think they were telling me seven different DJs, so they don't do like weekly because they want to diversify like nights with okay. different DJs, Fair. which is fine. But um, but I'm there. I'll be I'll be there since the since the end of the year. But it's just on different. A rotation rotation basis. basis. So right. like usually I'll DJ about twice to three times a month. Okay, that's fair. Fine. Ladies and gentlemen, if you want to find more about Al, where he's spinning, where his 
next mixtape is dropping. Also, too, uh, Montreal, I'll just say this. If you're looking for a DJ for your Christmas party or any corporate party, you could uh, email me at uh, djoverflowmtl at gmail.com. All the information will be uh, on my Facebook um, page. Can I go? I need to make some money. <laughs> we're going to do, by the way, we're going to do a clean cut of that. Okay, cool. And uh, I'll cut it and post it cool. on socials. Uh, yeah, so you can find him at djoverflowmtl.com. Yeah. Uh, everything's there. He, you can also follow him on all the social medias at djoverflow underscore mtl. Yep. That's Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, SoundCloud. I do have a Pinterest, but I never use it. Yeah. Um, of course, you can follow the show down right there. The Feel Better Show. The Feel Better. Feel Better Show. show. That's on Twitter, Instagram, uh, Facebook. Make sure you like, share, and uh, go see a movie. Yeah. Well, again, it's coming out uh, this Friday. I can't wait tomorrow. Oh, tomorrow. <laughs> when this drops, it's tomorrow. Uh, but right now, it's Friday. Okay. Um, but yeah. Uh, yeah, sorry, it's just a good laugh. Yeah, but uh, I'm, I'm I'm excited to see that one. So am I. Yeah. You know what? What? I'm going to tell you off air. Okay. I'm just going to end it right here. <laughs> just like that. What a cliffhanger. Right? <laughs>